God is in our midst. We'll come to shout him down. Or praise and worship is good, but God was in your midst before you start praising and worshiping him. The Bible declares that when two or three or more are gathered together in the name of Jesus, God said, there I am in the midst of the people. You can just come together. You know, we praise is good, worship is good, but just in case we didn't have praise and worship and music, God is still in our midst. He is still in our midst. You can't bring him into our midst. Our presence bring him into our midst. I believe in 2023, the church have no choice but to be led by the Spirit of God. You have no choice. Amen. Well, today, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is teaching on, led by the Spirit. Aren't you tired of lying your flesh to lead you? Line your emotion, what you think, what you can reason, what you feel to lead you. The Bible says, if we be led by the Spirit of God, we will not fulfill the loss of the flesh. He said, if, if, sure you and I have the Holy Spirit, but are you led by the Holy Spirit? Sure, we might know a lot of words, but can the words and the Spirit of the Word lead us? The Holy Spirit was sent to Jesus' church, to lead Jesus' church by the Spirit of the Word. And you said the Spirit of the Word. Well, John 6, 63, God said, my words are what? Spirit. And they life. So the Holy Spirit was sent to lead us by the Spirit and life of the Word when we obey the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is the greatest power on earth to lead God's people. There's no other power, no greater than the Holy Spirit leading God's people. Because the Holy Spirit will never lead me to destruction. The Holy Spirit will always lead me to victory. The Holy Spirit will not lead us into an area where we cannot find our way out. But I tell you what, the flesh will lead you to destruction. The flesh will lead you to defeat. But that's why the Bible said, if you be led by the Spirit, you will not live in defeat. You will not live in fear. The Holy Spirit will not lead me to a place where I'm so fearful. Why? Because the Bible declared God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Why will the Holy Spirit lead me to a place that God has not prepared for me? See, when you're led by the Spirit, you will have peace. Even though you have trouble all around you. But there's peace in the midst of trials and tribulations. The Holy Spirit was sent to lead, to help, to guide, to comfort us. There's nothing on earth is more powerful than the Holy Spirit, and there's nothing on earth is more powerful 
and have more authority over anything in the world than the name of Jesus. That name is above every name that you can think of. God, through his son Jesus Christ, exalted that name and made that name high above every name. We, the church, has been given the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost. We have been given the name of Jesus. There's no defeat plan for the church. We defeat ourselves when we lie our emotion, we lie our feeling, when we go by what we feel and what we see and what we think. You are headed for destruction. And the Bible said you must be. In these last days, if you're not led by the Spirit, you are one of the most miserable persons that ever walked up on the face of the earth because the flesh will lead you. It will lead you. It will work your mind overtime. It will lie to your mind. It will deceive your mind. It will paint a picture to your mind that you think it is true, but it's nothing but a lie. Then the Bible says the devil is a liar and he's the father of all lies. When he speaks of, he said, when he speaks of, a lie. He speaks of himself. And it's sad that we believe him. Why would the Holy Spirit lie to me? He is the spirit of truth, so he would never lie to us. So the Bible says we as believers are living in the last and evil days and only the Holy Spirit, I don't know about you, I can speak for Dr. Betty, only the Holy Spirit can keep me alive, can keep my hope going. Because there's too much going on around me. Too many evil thoughts in the world now. But only the Holy Spirit was sent to lead us and to guide us. When we stop our feelings from leading us, stop what we think to lead us, stop what we reason to lead us. If the Holy Spirit says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, I don't care how I feel, what I think, what I see, I am going to trust in the Lord in spite of what Betty thinks, in spite of what Betty can, can reason. If the Holy Spirit tells me that Dr. Betty in this situation, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, Dr. Betty, you are not. I will not be moved from that. But the man said, come hell and high water. I will stand my ground. I will stand on the word of God. Because only the word of God is going to take us through. Nothing else but the spirit of the word. Trust in the Lord. We will not trust in what we see, what we feel, and what we think. We will obey the word of God. If the word of God said trust, then trust. Then he tell you who to trust in. He said trust in the Lord in this situation. He would tell you who to acknowledge. You said you acknowledge God. Not your reason, not what you think, what you feel. Acknowledge God in this situation. When any problem, situation, or circumstances come into your life that you just cannot see your way out. The Bible said Trust God. That just that simple. Trust God. Don't weep through a whole big changes in your life and puffing and bluffing and all that whining and crying on. He said, distrust God. And 
on one occasion, the Holy Spirit said, Why don't you just stand still? For real now. He said, this, In this situation, the Holy Spirit said, Stop running around. Stop trolling your mind. Just stand still and see. And see. See what? Salvation means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing. Stand still. See, a lot of times we be running around and calling Jack, Jill, and Johnny, everybody that prayed to pray. God said, sometimes you need to get off that phone and stop calling everybody to pray a prayer of agreement and just stand still. There's a time to stand still. There's a time to pray a prayer of agreement. But there's also the time that you stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. He said, stand still. We'll stand still. He said, trust in the Lord with all our heart. We said, heart, you might not forget it. I'm not going to allow flesh to take over anymore. This is a new day. My feeling is not going to direct my life. This is a new day. I will trust in the Lord with all my heart. Why? Because I know. I know trusting in the Lord. I know that all things work together for good. To them that love a trusting God. See, I know this. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not reading about it. I know. You trust God when you know something. I know that this too shall work for my good. I know it doesn't seem like it's going to work for my good. That's what the devil wants me to see. He wants to think that it's not going to work for my good. But I got news for him. I trust God over him any day, any time. I trust what the word of God said over my feeling, over my reason, over folks. Trust God. <laughs> when we know See, a lot of times, I don't know, sometimes we become absent-minded. Simple, y'all not like the, when God brought them out of Egypt, he brought them out big time. But two days later, they forgot everything. Short-lived. One situation came up, and they started wishing they were back in Egypt when they prayed to come out. That that's because God doesn't answer every time you want him to answer. There's no need for you to try to go back to Egypt. Yeah. The Bible declares he brought them out of Egypt and led them a long way around to teach them to trust him. A lot of times situations, circumstances coming into your life for the Holy Spirit to teach you. Don't you trust God? When are you going to believe that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord, to them who cause the You know it, but do you really believe it? Because when situation and circumstances come up, you just have some mind and that you don't know nothing. If the Holy Spirit said, open your mouth and say to that situation, but thanks be unto God, which always causes me to triumph victoriously in this situation. We need that. We talk to each other, say things that we shouldn't say. Why don't you open your mouth and talk to the real problem, the devil? He thinks that he had you defeated, right? 
Because you, your emotion is right now, it's taking over and you acting like you're defeated. But then, if you said, nay, in all these things, all the hell and all the feet that's going on around me, I'm still what? I'm still. That's what the Holy Spirit was sent to teach us, to lead us. Follow the conquering spirit. If you're more than a conqueror, be led by a conquering spirit. Do not be led by what you feel or what you see. If you're more than a conqueror, then act like it. Conqueror doesn't bellyache. Conqueror doesn't whine. They stand up and walk in their God-given image. If you're more than something, then act like you're more than something. There's no whining. There's no justification for a whining Christian in my Bible. Is it? Why? No way. It's a poverty Bible. We, there's no justification for me. They said, I don't know what I'm going to do. The Bible said, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, like we go up and he changes. Uh, I, I feel alone. I feel alone. The Bible said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do we believe that? Yeah. When the situation and problem come, you need to look at that problem. Who? <laughs> Guess what? I have someone get up more sheeple. I have something of supernatural power and the name of Jesus that is growing in me is greater than the situation, greater than this problem, greater than anything going on. I house the greater one. And the greater one will always lead me to what? Greatness. Because he dwells within. The body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The body can't get no more powerful than that. To be a place with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Not this dwelling in you for you to shout, speak in tongues. He's dwelling in you for that power to come out and conquer any situation, any circumstance, any defeated situation. It does not matter to make me shout, to make me speak in tongues. That's no good. I need to experience what's dwelling on the inside of me. If God is all of that, let us prove it. Let him be all of that. If we are too bad led by the Spirit, let's try it. In 2023, let's try it and see what happens. Let's just try. Let's just try. Come on, let, let, let's just try. And, and stop being led by what you think. I feel this. I don't give a hoop what you feel. So, Doctor Benny, you cussing up in there? And I don't even think get what you reason out. You know, but I, 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 I don't care anything about I. Mm -hmm. I is what got us in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> what we think is what got us in trouble. Yeah. What we can reason in our ungodly mind which got us in trouble. Yeah. Trying to be God. Trying to answer your own problem. Trying to solve it yourself. You don't know match to no problem. That's why God sent Jesus. That's why he sent the Holy Ghost. If you were a match, you wouldn't need Jesus. You wouldn't need the Holy Spirit. You wouldn't need the Word. You wouldn't need nothing. Apparently, we need the Holy Spirit. Apparently, we need Jesus. Apparently, we need the Word. Because we are no match to a spirit that we cannot see. 
if you be led by the Spirit. Mm. If the Holy Spirit, again, tell us to stand still and wait, we will patiently, I don't know about you, but Dr. Betty will patiently wait. I don't need you to tell me. You've been waiting for a long time. It's none of your business. High <laughs> All I know is God sent for me to wait. And you are not my God. You are not my Lord. My God sent for me to wait. I don't need your advice when God tell me to do something. I don't care how holy and how holy you speak in tongue. God overruled you. Where he said, wait upon the Lord, then stop running to everybody. Why don't you just sit down and wait? No, if you don't have any patience, wait till you're in trouble. The Bible says, after they patiently wait, they receive the promise. He said, wait on the Lord. Wait. Well, he said, how long have you been waiting? Do you think you missed God all that time of God? He must have missed him. How can I miss him? Right. He dwelt in me. Yeah. He lived in me. He walked in me. Yeah. Oh, it's impossible for me to miss God and dwell in me. Yeah. He said, I am the Lord who. I don't know what that means to you. But for the God that created something out of nothing, the God that needed nothing to create it something, what he wanted, he would speak the word and the Holy Ghost would create what he wanted. God that made the universe out of nothing. The God that can call those things that be not as though they were. The God that can raise the dead, make the lame to walk, open up blind eyes. And he said that he is my God. He called himself. He's, I'm telling you who I am to you. I am your God. I am your Lord. Well, you worship your Lord. You magnify your Lord. To me, that is one of the crowning and the salvation of all creation to God to call us and make himself, call us the holy, the body of Christ, and call himself my God. That's why you hear people, when things come up, and suddenly they say, my God. You notice that out of a sudden something can happen. You say, my God. You call him immediately. Even a sinner call him when things come up. Everybody call him. Because he is our God. Whether you serve him or not, still your God. Your God and your God, and then let the devil know, devil, you are not my God, you are not my father. Why should I continue obeying you? You only want to lead me to destruction and make to the devil love to misery like company, right? The devil said, Well, I want you to join me in my misery so we can have a crying poet or say poet together. And sad enough, when he sent out the invitation. <laughs> So you ain't invited to a musical party. 
a defeated party. Complaining, complaining party. Oh my God, a lot of people should be at that party. Standing room, getting packed them in there. That would be need to have a complaining party. Half of the church will be gone. He said, when he sent out that invitation, why do you go to his party and start complaining? Either. I, I, I'm not complaining. I, I, I'm just making a statement. <laughs> Come on, boo. <laughs> That's plain right complaining. You know how we justify ourselves? I'm not judging. I'm just calling what I see. But then do you call what you see in your own life? When the Holy Spirit tells me, judge ye not, that you be not judged. Right? Do we obey that voice or we just start judging everybody, passing damnation on everybody? But the Bible said, why do you sit there and judge people when you don't tell in your own life? He said, why are you hypocrites? You sat up in the church and you say you're so holy, but you're so quick to pass judgment on people. He said, the same judgment that you pass on someone else, you're going to get a worse judgment on you. But we all know all this. Why do we continue judging and criticizing and fault finding and like we have the license to do all these things? That we, I got a license because I speak a tongue. I got a license because I shot in a church. I got a license. No, you have a license to be a Christian first. Yeah. Yeah. We, all the time we forget that we're a Christian. That's one thing the pastor taught us over and over. He said, always remember who you are. You are a Christian first. Yeah. Well, some of us be a devil first. <laughs> then we think about being a Christian. Oh! I'm supposed to be a Christian. <laughs> good, good. Jesus. <laughs> Turn your Bible to Matthew 7. We're going to read that. I, I, I'm just... Like I said, I'm led by the Holy Spirit. God knows what you need. There's a lot of judging and criticizing and fault finding. I don't even listen to me. I don't tell me any cash. You're still guilty because you're not in church. You're still guilty because that's a common spirit among the church to be judgmental. I don't know why we think that the Holy Spirit gives us a license to judge people. And the Bible says, you, you're doing all that judging, and you can't even stop doing what you're doing. But you know how we can find things on other people? And can't even, the Bible says, he said, you were the Pharisee. He said, the Pharisee was bound things on other people naked. They can't even do it themselves. Read it. Yeah, I started verse 7. And go away. Okay. Verse 7. Ask. And it shall be given you. No, Matthew 7 and 1. Yeah. Verse 1. Judge not, that ye be not judged. 2. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Okay, now, the Holy Spirit. But tell you, stop judging, right? But you'll continue judging. And as soon as someone starts judging you, ah! they're judging me. They're talking about me. So no, you're just reaping. 
what you sow out, you just shall be taken. Because you're going to have a chance to be judged too. But see, you think that we can judge people and just get away. Oh, I'm justified. I can die so. Your time is coming. You didn't get away from stuff in your life that I know what's in your life that need to be dealt with. You're going to be judged. Then I don't know why we get upset with people. Oh, with the myself. When somebody starts judging me, I say, well, hey, so what? I'm guilty. The word of God is fulfilling his meaning. Shouldn't that make you happy? Yeah. How do you know the word is true? If you keep on judging and you never judge, you think that's not true, right? But if God allows someone to judge you the same way and remind you how you judge others, then you know, my God, the word of God is true. That's how I look at it. It's true. Judging, criticizing, fault finding, talking about people, your self-righteous self, and then when they come back to you, you think uh, 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 they, they, you know how we act. Everybody talking about me. They shouldn't talk about you because you had your day talking about them. You forget all about that. All you think you can judge and nobody judge you. Your Bible that you carry around. Declare that you're going to be judged. Do you believe that? Yes. Very few people believe that. We think judging in the church is okay. And out on TV, we judge political, what's going on in the world. We got so much to say, but do so less. The only thing God asked us to do was pray. The only thing God ever asked us to do was pray. He did not say judge and pray. He did not say criticize and pray. I think he said pray, right? Yeah. But you know, it's so easy for Christians to be so quick to judge people. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest sins that I think is in the church today that don't seem to be a sin. See, that don't seem like that could be a sin because the person, you say, well, hey, she, she need to be judged what she's doing. But not by you. You didn't die for that person. You're going to have no hell or help you put them in. It doesn't justify you to judge. But we look at people and say, like, like you got a robe and a right from God to judge people. Keep on reading that, brother. And why behold is thou the moat that is in thy brother's eye? Can you break that down for us? Explain what it said to us, please. Why are you looking? Stop worrying about the speck that's in your brother's eye. Mm -hmm. When you got five trees sticking out of your eye and two other trees sticking out of your ear, but you're worried about your brother and he knows. Yeah, try to get him in heaven. Sure. Get him in heaven and her in heaven and you wind up going to hell. Thompson, I know you're not judging people. I understand Minister Thompson. Use <laughs> 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 Minister Thompson. Minister Thompson, that you sit around and you just judge everybody on your job. You, you took his glasses off. Must be so. Can I keep on? Keep on. <laughs> You judge everybody on your job. You come home and you talk about people on your job and this and that and that. But then you don't look at your own life. 
See, you think you're all right, because you're not doing what that other person is doing. That's what makes us think we're all right. I'm, I'm not doing brother. I'm not doing what you're doing, so I give each avenue of justification to justify you. Because I don't cuss people out. See, I, I pray for people, you cuss them out. <laughs> but see, does that make me any better if I'm talking about you? Because I said, that's the Captain Wilson, that's the cussing man I ever seen on his job. Because all his employees out. Then he come to church and talk about, he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shout me down when I'm teaching you. Yeah. I'm, I'm finished with you, Minister. You, you took your glasses off. I knew something was going on there. Yeah, hot head taking his glasses off. <laughs> what? The doctor Betty was in our house, or did he tell us something? <laughs> you to criticize you. If the Holy Spirit is not leading me, then who is leading me? Huh? You, you know, I said the flesh, but the flesh needs somebody else to promote it. You put everything on the flesh and know I can be saved or unsaved. It's depending on what spirit that you listen to. Only that devil tell the flesh to gossip and criticize. Okay? Well, thank you. We will continue this. We will continue this. Talking about being led by the Holy Spirit. Because if we're not led by the Holy Spirit, guess what? In 2023, you are headed for destruction. And another thing we should always remember, that who our birth. We tend to begin our birth. The Bible says, whosoever is born of God, what? Overcome the world. Can't you look at a situation sometime and say, wait a minute, I can overcome you. I don't have to fight with you. I don't have to struggle with you. I am born of God. And I can overcome this situation. Why? Because the Bible said, whosoever, whatsoever is born of God is an overcomer. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. He said, who is he that overcomes the world? He is not believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Because the Bible says we were born by the Spirit of God to live an overcoming life. God bless you. Amen.